0: This is Sarkaragans. Welcome back to another episode of The Better Life with me, Megan Better. And this week, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. All right, let's get into it. Alright, welcome back, welcome back, happy love month, happy black history month, all of that, Um gratitude and goals, so gratitude, Um absolutely just having a good team in my corner, um, just a good group of people, good tribe, and just having like a good mental, although it is tiring, so I'm, I'm grateful for, like I said, tribe and good mental, it's been carrying me through these last couple weeks, it's been hectic. Um, this is coming up after valentine's day obviously so thank you to everybody who placed an order with halifax charcuterie super grateful for that uh, my goal for this week hmm, i think it's just gonna be to rest um it's probably not gonna happen but you know what let's be positive let's make a positive assumption south dr wilson so my goal is gonna be to rest on one of my days off like full rest it's so like well active rest on so my journal I might do a few things on the computer, like leisurely things. Nothing that requires too much, like too much mental um strain. So yeah, that's it. Let's start the episode. So the other day I had posted on the better life, you know, this week's episode is gonna be about sex. And like I said in that video, we're not talking about my Anyways, we're not talking about me or any experiences or anything I've had. Um, I'm a virgin, thank you. So yeah, we're not here to talk about that because none of y'all's business. Um, But we're here to talk about things about sex, around sex, all of that, Um, because I think there's a lot to it, and I don't think people really understand it completely. So well, I guess we'll let's start there. So I'm sure we've all had the conversation, maybe not actually because not everybody gets to talk and it's really a disservice to young people to not actually have a real talk with them about sex sexual intercourse bodies and all of that so let's just start off like this episode with why your parents or why adults will tell you you know wait to have sex um it makes so much sense to me now and it's made sense like the last two three years why adults say that especially to like younger people like just wait a most people who are regular normal people will tell you it's really not that big of a deal like because it's it's not, so then people like Russia do it as, like, young people, then they have this really skewed idea of what sex is supposed to be like, because people don't really know what they're doing then. Um, it's double-edged sword, like, it's Cash22, because you don't know what you're doing, but, like, in order to be good at it, you have to keep doing it, so then you know what to do right to get better. See where I'm going with this? Anyways, but, um as far as like adults telling young people, you know, don't have sex, wait to have sex. Um, I'm not going to tell y'all wait until you're married because that's not, you know, I'm not here about that. My grandfather was a reverend, not me. I don't subscribe to that. But waiting until you're an adult makes absolute sense to me. Um, When I, you know, younger people who get into having like sexual intercourse with their partners young, um, you know, it's like people do it. A lot of people don't wait until marriage a lot a large amount of people still do globally um but here, like where I'm from or I'm sure where you're from too, a lot of people don't wait um until they're adults, death and definitely not until marriage. but a lot of the emotional issues that come along with it, I think is a large part of why adults will tell you to wait um because you see adults are here going crazy after you like swap that type of energy and that level of energy with somebody else there's kind of it's hard to like get out like to pull your energy back from that like a lot of people talk about soul ties and all of that and um I don't know I'm not a spiritual advisor at least not at this point in my life but I will say an orgasm is probably the closest thing to us I don't know how to say this without it being people perceiving it as problematic or like blasphemy. So you know, let's just go with it. So an orgasm is the closest thing to I think seeing God, touching God. However, you want to interpret that. But I think I think that's it. I think that that mounting of energy and that release of energy that that is like one of the highest, most. It's probably yeah. let say it's it's, 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 it's it's the highest, purest um, most blissful energy exchange you could experience and like put out into the world. Um, and I think like, once you do that, that energy is, is swapped and it's, it's there. And especially if somebody causes you to reach that level of energy and to go and have that type of experience. Um, there's a word I'm looking for and I can't think of it right now, but it's going to come to me later on the episode. Bear with me but you know a lot of outside of feelings is the energy but I think you know as a younger person when like you're just a mess and you you, you're not really in control of your feelings because hormones very shitty but you know it's fine but when you add sex into hormones and you know we did this great thing because it's super hyped up about what we think it's supposed to be and what it's like you know the hotels and flowers and rose petals and gentle and all of this and then like you know if you're a young person and you have sex early on in life or you start your sexual life early on, um, you kind of, you know, uh, feelings get more trapped in with these people or you have more emotional attachments than what maybe are necessary to people because of those energy exchanges and you holding on, holding on to a piece of that person's energy and vice versa. Um, unless you're saging yourself before and afterwards, um, and then you're staging the space, burning an incense and like doing a candle ritual and all of that. And mo- I don't know too many people who are doing all that. But you know what, surprisingly, future pray with Sierra before and after sex. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe you're into all that. Maybe you have time for that. If you are do that, at least kind of get the energy off you if that's the case. But I think it is a dangerous game because like I said, I see it as adults now, especially people, um, you know, sex leads to babies or, you know, adult transactions will get you one adult will get you one child and it only takes one, not even a full one. Sometimes half an adult transaction will lead to a child. Um, but when you are, like when you have intercourse with somebody, like I said, you're sharing, like you're swapping that energy. And it's like, it, like I said, it's an energy exchange and then your emotions are tied up into it and you add a child onto that and you're like double, triple, quadrupling down on that exchange and on that emotional attachment to that person. And that is why you see a lot of people who maybe like have children or a child with somebody who maybe aren't still with them, but always kind of have that like yearning for them or like always that kind of twinkle in their eye or will always let them come back around. That is attachment is very real and you have a physical manifestation of that attachment and of that energy swapping because children children are energy people we're energy as people but a child is a physical manifestation of you all swapping and sharing and you know reaching that energy level and point together a child um and when you see that child it's a piece of you of that person so I, I understand, like, as far as having children go out of marriage, I don't say out of wedlocks and outside of marriage, I see why that can cause issues because I assume, and this y'all can tell me I'm wrong. I probably ain't wrong, but I assume people who have children with somebody else and they're not with the other parent, that they're probably still, um, like having sex with one another, at least like once a year, once, twice a year. I'm assuming so, because it's easy. I mean, what why wouldn't you? You were together at some point or at least together. And if you had like you were in a situationship, you have this child, you try to make it work for the child because it, most people do try to do that unless they go into having a kid contractually. But other than that, most people try to make it work either before the child, they end up pregnant and they try to make it work even more so after the child. And if it doesn't work, that's it. But you know, they're old faithful you can always go back around and it's a familiar space, you, you know, you know, you know, performance, you're going to be like, t- you know, you're going to get eight or ten, nine 10, nine out 10. If you're lucky, it's probably gonna be a six out of 10 for most people, but it's none of my business. But, um, you know that. So it's, it gets tricky and sticky. And I think those two particular reasons or those three particular reasons. So the energy exchange, the emotions evolved. And then like, if you have a child, it's kind of like a to be, um, having a physical manifestation of like that energy exchange and emotional attachment is a reason why, you know, sex is for people who are mentally ready and people who can mentally keep their feelings together because it's hard. I will tell you that it's hard, especially if you're like people who have sex in like a relationship and it's you know stable and it's long term. That's, I'm not really talking about that because they're probably adults. You have the emotional maturity, what have you. That's fine. But um, just the it's just people should just wait I will say that I think people should really wait or children should wait and I say children because anybody under 18 is a child some people over 18 are a child and if you know you know but this is why children should wait um, because you just don't want to get caught up in that and as far as like the energy exchanges and the, the emotional attachments with that um, I will say virginity is a social construct it's hyped up it doesn't exist and if it exists it should exist for all of us men and women um it seems only exist for women uh, but like i said it's a social construct um your hymen being broken is not a sexual thing it has nothing to really do with sex people say oh like." you know if you're you still have your hymen or whatever like that means you're a virgin or like that's how people can tell if their daughters are virgins if their hymen breaks or like the husband on the way and if he breaks her hymen they know he knows she was a virgin la 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 like bro you can break that so many ways and i feel like that that should have been taught to us by now that like you can break your hymen putting in a tampon you can break your hymen by like playing sports or certain kind of sports where it's really like vigorous and rough um you can break your heart by just doing gymnastics like we're just moving the wrong way one day like it's not it's not y'all act like it's just a big old like whoosh no that's what periods are like but when your hymen breaks it's it's just like i'm trying to figure out how to explain it it's kind of like like poking your finger through maybe have saran wrap on something and you know when you push your finger like it's saran wrap it's on tight and you try to push it through push it through you have to poke really kind of hard and then it finally goes boop and then that's it and then you know so anyways i say all that to say that virginity is a social contract it's not real it doesn't matter all of that um but all of that to say people should wait until um they have a better grasp like i said on themselves and other people and they know why they're like doing it, because I think a lot of times often um, teenagers are pressured into it. It's not something that they like maybe want to do. Um, I think girls and guys get pressured into it equally and it's not OK that that happens. But, um, you know, it's kind of it. it's hard because it seems to be everywhere When I say everywhere, I mean it's in like marketing, it's in books, it's in, you know, TV, music, books, you know, visually it's in movies, TV shows. Um, So, you know, it's just, it's very difficult to, to get away from or to not have access to it or to try to like hide from it. So instead of hiding from it, lean into it explore it and i mean explore it like with yourself or read books about it not like young rom-coms but like read educational books about sex or books written by psychologists or sexologists about that you don't don't go there and find out for yourself don't try to explore via experience Uh, or don't try to educate via experience at a young age because that's please just please don't do that don't do that um yeah that all that to say like I said at the beginning um just wait I understand now why young why adults tell young people to wait people um that I know of who have maybe started like I said their sexual life at a young age is very much overhyped once it happens they're like oh no like that that was it oh wow and usually, it's not great when they look back at it because as you get older, you realize like, oh, you know, once you learn what you like and you don't like, and when people are do- people know what they're doing, your partner knows what they're doing more. It becomes more enjoyable, and that sort of thing, or it's supposed to, at least. That's another conversation we might get into later on, but you know, it's always, you know, everybody feels like they're missing out if they're not doing something, um, and that's okay. Be the outlier. Be the person who's not a part of the crowd don't do it just because everybody else is doing it because you're probably likely going to wish you would have waited and not in like a oh like not in a kind of regretful way but you're just like oh if that's all it was like i would have just waited to have like do it with somebody else who maybe knew what they were doing or when i was a bit older and could have like asked for i wanted or you know maybe when i'm older and after i explored my body to know what i wanted so, you know, that, that kind of thing is just important. So, you know, there shouldn't be people under 18 listening to this show. So if you are, wait. Um, if you're an adult with a child in your life who's like a preteen teen, tell them to wait. And don't tell them to wait because you don't want them to have fun or whatever, but because it's always going to be there. It's everywhere. It's, it's always available. um, And they'll always get it. Especially if you have a girl child, tell them there's no shortage of, people who are going to be willing and ready to be their partners there's no rush to do it and you don't want them to regret it or feel like you know they're rushing it away or what have you and plenty of time to do that just have fun be a kid because once you're not a kid it's very shitty out here um and you're an adult a lot longer than you're a child or like an elder so yeah just wait i'm telling just wait so that leads me into um another point about sex and i think i guess i probably should talk about this first but people i implore people to masturbate um i'm really hoping like nobody i know no listens to this episode or not so much like just no elders in my life and anyways if they do it's fine but i i think people should um and that goes for men and women um but mostly women, because men is you know, men are pretty it's pretty basic <laughs> one way I'm sure <laughs> there's not much to variation I mean there's slight variations, but like nothing crazy um but for women, there's a lot of different ways to go about um orgasming or climax, whatever you wanna call it the big old climaxing all of that, and you know all of our parts are I'm not gonna say they're all different um. They're pretty much all the same, like mom shows. Like, they, they look a little different, but a lot of them operate the same way. You know what? No, because some men is going to apply that to all women. Just paint them all with the same brush. So, there's a little more mechanics to us. And to, you know, us getting, you know, to reach the point that you want to reach when having sex. But when you masturbate and learn your body, you're able to then teach somebody else about your body and you're able to learn what you like so then you can ask for what you like and then what maybe you don't like uh, which is a big thing and i know a lot of people especially women are scared to maybe ask what they they like or they're afraid you know their partner will shut them down or the the person they're in the situation ship with is gonna like freak out or like get disrespectful and if you if you for whatever reason think that's gonna be the outcome you should not be with that person that's a it's a big red flag to me um you should be able to be comfortable and not fearful and asking for what you want so that you're equally as satisfied and happy with the experience with the part your partner um i'm not gonna say the person you love because that's not always the case and that's okay so you know i just want everybody to have a good time when they're trying to have a good time but i will say i guess for men and women too like um, just, it's a good way to self-explore. It's safe sex. It's damn near abstinent, um, abstaining, um, from it. So yeah, you can't get pregnant by yourself. Um, yeah, you can't get anybody else pregnant by yourself. You can't get an STI. You can't really, well, you might get a yeast infection, but that's a whole other issue with, for women and men. Um, but yeah, you can't get any of those things. You don't risk like you know, none of that. You just risk a good time by yourself. Um, I will say, um, whether or not you watch porn is on you, but porn is not real. Please remember it's, it's absolutely not real. So don't ever think that's how it's supposed to go. That's it. That is nowhere near what it's like in real life. And those of you who know, know, um, but You know, and don't think you have to be like those people. Those people aren't like that in real life. Um, And they take so many shots. Like, those hour and whatever long videos are not actually that long. um, Or that person's not going that entire time. They're stopping and going and they're cutting and pasting. And sometimes they'll just, like, take a clip and mirror it, flip it, and then just, like, attach and include it in the video. So, you know, don't be deceived by media so if you think oh i'm not performing like these people those people aren't performing like themselves because yeah um i'll leave it at that with porn porn's not real life so yeah but you know find different ways or what things work for you to you know get with yourself have a good time with you and yourself and you don't have to go crazy and have all these different sex toys and whatever else i mean you can they're fun um you know not everybody can do everything for themselves you know there's toys for men and women um and when i say toys for men i don't mean like gay men i mean all men because all men have penises so there's that um but yeah but it's a good way it's a healthy way to explore yourself because like i said the best way to help somebody help you and to teach somebody about your body is to know about your body and you'll never know kind of what you need if you if you don't figure it out for yourself because you can't expect your partner to know that's not fair and that's a, a huge expectational place on them to figure out what you need and to satisfy you if you don't know how to satisfy you so yes there's that um what else I'm trying to think there's something else about that I wanted to say um hmm hmm <laughs> Yeah, I lost that, y'all. I'm so sorry. Anyways, but like I said, masturbate. Safe sex. Safe sex. Some of the safest sex you'll ever have. Um, Because it's just you. So, you know, have fun. Um, Like I said, you'll be able to learn your body so that you can teach somebody else about your body. Um, So, yeah. What? I think I touched on that earlier. I will say now, though, As far as, so, what I do think, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, um, for those people who maybe have started their sexual life earlier, or their sex life earlier on in their life, I think they will definitely all agree that it gets better with time. Um, And I think, like I said in the very beginning, it's partially because you know what you're doing after a certain point, after so much experience, so there's, like, you kind of know what works for you and you kind of know how to maybe please somebody else I guess everybody is different like what works for like one man what works for another man or for a woman all of that but you kind of there's certain things that you want to kind of be good at there's certain things that are universally good um so yeah you just want to do that um and so the more experience you have the better you are at that which is why I don't understand like you know that whole argument about numbers and why women can't have high numbers but you know men can but you want your girl to please you but she needs to be a virgin but somehow be a freak like make it make sense anyways that is for another day may possibly i'm not even gonna promise y'all that but that that definitely is not a conversation for today because we'll end off on a huge tangent but just don't put too much pressure on yourself especially when it's coming around to be like the first time like you're gonna be nervous um and i will say that let's go here so some men um maybe just cannot perform maybe especially if it's like the first second time they could be very nervous especially if like all you've done is some kissing and quote-unquote heavy petting which i hated (laughs) what a term um but yeah some some men don't and you know they have an outie so it's a bit different than girls innies um and so a lot of some women will internalize that they're like oh it's me oh i can't believe and like i promise you you're probably making it worse a lot worse than what it needs to be um you can kind of like like subtly acknowledge it but like don't like on it. like let's not get stuck here let's let's try to move forward and move through this but don't and usually it's for a lot of reasons like a lot of the times it has to do with like the man himself it could just be like their body where like their body's just not responding for the reason it could be like due to stress or anxiety um they could be on like drugs um or just a certain type of alcohol which will impact you um or i mean it could be erectile dysfunction who knows the point is that you know if it's happening like maybe every time maybe they should see a doctor and support them with that you know go with them if they're comfortable with that or what have you but they definitely should see somebody because younger men especially men like in their 20s you know 30s everything should be functioning pretty good you should still be waking up with like you know morning wood and all of that yes even into your mid to late 30s you should be so definitely see a doctor if that's not happening but if it's happening like maybe one or two times or especially during the first couple times um it's probably just nerves and let that go like I said men are men have an outie so as far as that goes women have it has it easy there's nothing to like get ready or get up so to speak with us um you just kind of are there you're waiting <laughs> that's it but you know don't be too hard on them when that happens like I said there's usually three to four maybe I'll say three to five I don't know the fifth reason but there's usually a handful of reasons as to why it's happening and most of the time it has nothing to do with you as their partner so you know just let them figure it out don't be breathing down their neck about it then it'll it'll all be okay agreed agreed okay let me take a break and grab some water and i'll come back so some things you know I've always wanted to know um you know why do why is it that when old people I guess some old people will get to an age and they just stop having sex to me that's not like that's just unfathomable at this point like I don't understand that um I know there were stats that came out years ago like early 2010s maybe mid 2000s mid 2000s early 2010s they're talking about like growing rates of STIs among older populations because they are like oh you know we can't get pregnant we're not wearing condoms and I was like oh good smell like old people are still doing it um because I plan to be an old person that's doing it I, I just yeah I just don't understand why people stop it I it's always been strange to me and um, people have told me you know like oh you know things you know life and I'm like no that's no sex is life so life can't get in the way of having sex not not to me As an older person, I just can't. I don't. I just really can't foresee that for me, especially if I still have like a partner and everything. Like, I know people. Side note or sidebar. People say, like, you know, physicality is not that important and la la la. And like, it, it is important though because I want I need to be physically attracted to you, to be sexually attracted to you, and, if I understand, people will change. They get older. They age. Of that's regular, of course. I understand that and you you know they you know some people age like fine wine like myself I feel like Wednesday Kelly aged like fine wine it's going you know all of that but I just could not see when I started you know you know I have sex with my partner we have like all that kids the whole, and then like we just stop one day or like sometime like in our like mid-50s is just the last time and now we're 70 something that's crazy to me and I, I wonder like I don't understand what happens maybe it's I don't know maybe if there's shame around it for older people like maybe you know people's parts don't work you know maybe some women have to like use lube and they never had to before and it's like there's no shame in that like it, it's there to help you and if it means you can like get it in get like get it in I don't care if I need to use a gallon is when I'm 60 we're gonna get it in that's the point i don't it's an aid it's not ever like it doesn't mean you're broken think like that's a natural part of life at different parts you're like even for younger women some younger women have to use lube it doesn't mean that their vagina is broken or it's trash it means you might have not done a good job during foreplay or they might just need some some extra it just there's a lot of different reasons just like when men who can't get it up there's a lot of different reasons that go on with women that can you know cause that so it's nothing to be ashamed of though but i it's always perplexing i'm just like how do old people just not have sex like it's very confusing to me um or masturbate i feel like old people masturbate way less than they have sex too which i'm just like why would you stop i don't know y'all i don't know maybe vibrators they're afraid it's gonna like break their bones. you know that was an ignorant statement i'm so sorry but yeah i don't i don't know why i feel like there's definitely all there's age appropriate sex toys for older people if you don't want to if your partner's passed or you just I don't know but yeah help me understand if anybody knows like I just help me because I need to know why does you know this is not happening like why are older people why do some older people just stop having sex or some couples just stop when they get into like older years like it's very odd to me um that was yeah that was like a big big thing um I will say, as well, like, I, though I told y'all earlier, like, masturbation is key, um, masturbating um, is getting to know yourself and that kind of thing, um, also don't break it, because, like, you know, there, I feel like there is a limit to how much a man should masturbate, um, in a day, you don't want to, you know, masturbate to the point where now you are shooting blanks, or it hurts, or, like, your skin is raw, In women, um, you don't want to it to, like, to the point like gets over, like, it, you're just, you've you've overdone it it's burnt out especially if you use toys and you're always using vibrators or you have like that rose toy I'll never have one but if you do like you don't want to desensitize your vagina and clitoris to the point where like actual sex isn't doing it for you or like getting you there because you've overstimulated yourself time and time and time again because that's a real thing um so you just want to be careful of, of that I would say with the masturbation an interesting concept I forgot to mention earlier Um, was about masturbation as meditation and I I've come across this a few times through different like yogis and then like a sexologist talking about it but they use their masturbation time as meditation time so you know they're you know working on their breathing they're focusing the mind and then like it all comes together one one great blissful you know top of the mountain moment um I think that's an interesting concept and I'm not yeah I don't know that I'd ever try it but I would implore you all to try you know do a little journaling with it why not I love journaling over here but keep track of it but try setting aside time if you're not good at regular meditation try like masturbation meditation that might work better for you um yeah and I would say you know something I learned probably the beginning of February shout out to Black History Month is that I know people who will, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know people. I was, I learned or was, or you know, came across some educational um, materials that you should be manifesting during your orgasms. So you should be either speaking affirmations or have a clear manifestation in mind as you're orgasming. Um, and what a concept. And again, it ties back into what I said earlier on, an orgasm is like the highest it's like peak form of energy it is but like the words orgasmic like it's it's euphoria for lack of better terms like that's that that's it that's the closest you go to losing your mind to being on the other side of consciousness you're you're almost pushing the limit of your own consciousness and i mean some people like yeah you're i know exactly what you mean great Hopefully we all figure that out or find that moment one day, but the, the concept of manifesting or affirming during your orgasm was like, oh wow. And it makes so much sense. If you're into like spirituality and energy like that and manifesting in affirmations, it should, like, it should have pushed you already. Like you should be sitting there like, oh wow, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm doing that next time. Um, it might change your life. You know, I believe in the five by 55, you know, writing, the same thing down 55 times once a day five days in a row you know to see it come to fruition but that manifesting during orgasm is something interesting um i implore you all to try it and but it needs to be very clear now if you're masturbating by yourself you can probably say it out loud. whether you're going to be able to actually say it completely is if you're not orgasming probably not but the point is that you want to try to get it out but you should have a clear manifestation or affirmation you're saying out loud or in your head as you are climaxing and releasing. So I implore you all to try that. Um, and if you have a partner, um, share that, share this with them and see like what the two of you want to manifest and try to both actively like affirm or manifest whatever it is, when you do climax whether that's together or not because that's some other Disney porn sorry Disney is not porn that's some other type of like romanticized porn idea that you're only supposed to orgasm together and I'm like that's not real life I don't like that's what I'm like that's not no okay no but that was that concept blew my mind I was like oh my god I was just like this is this 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 makes so much sense from like an energy standpoint of and, like offering and giving. Um, when you are affirming or manifesting things I was like yeah this is this is some good stuff I was glad I came across the content I came across but I implore you all like I said to try that if you have a partner try it together like maybe you guys both the, you decide on the same manifestation or affirmation and say it um, But and please don't don't DM me letting me know just just give me a thumbs up hey tried it didn't try it I don't even know I don't, I don't want to know if you tried it with your partner I don't want to know what it was I don't want to know how great you know your climate I, I please don't Please, please don't respect my boundaries, thank you, but try it and see what it's like. um, you know, after the fact, write down what you did affirm or manifest during that moment, see what happens with it um but yeah, and I've there I will leave you with off with a bit of science, just a little bit of science about you know sex and all of that good stuff. What I will say is that I know for sure masturbation increases um your confidence uh, I know probably some of you are probably laughing at that like yeah right um nope it's actually true like there's evidence behind it. like the more you masturbate um it improves a person's body confidence and self-esteem I mean so I'm, ju- I'm just saying so I, I mean I know it's probably it can be draining for some people but you should do it and I think a lot of it has to do like certain endorsements that release, um, you know, at that point of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for of climaxing or releasing, but yeah, you definitely need to. And like, I don't think nearly enough women masturbate, um, at all. Look, I I don't think it's, it's something I think that a lot of people just reserve or assume it's for men or, you know, men are the ones always like masturbating, and not women. But women absolutely should be mastering more. I mean, I know there's a lot of toys over there, it's very overwhelming. Um, and if you're like afraid or like prudish and you're like, I can't be seen in a sex store, you can buy sex toys online, it comes in like a regular box, like everything else from Amazon. They're none the wiser. No one is except for you. So definitely try it. Like you know, it there's no harm in it. Um, but yeah, definitely like you should be doing it if you're not especially if you're not like maybe having like sex on the regular um it is a good way to relieve stress but like i you know i shouldn't have said that because i'd also don't want people like coping with sex as like i don't want people using sex as a coping mechanism either um that is a dangerous game uh so be careful with that you know make sure you're coping with things in a healthy way but i will say like it's definitely good um, I mean, there's been some things out there that say like sex is good for your heart. I don't know. They talk about a lot of men taking Viagra and dying of heart attacks, but that's probably due to the Viagra and not so much sex, but you know, it, I'm sure it can be very vigorous. Um, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to tell people what a normal amount of sex is to have. I don't care what statistics say because it, it's going to vary for everybody. Not everybody's sexual appetite is the same. Some people's, it's going to be incredibly high. Some people's going to be incredibly low. I will say though, if you have a partner, it's important to discuss what your sexual appetite is like and what your sex drive is like to see if you're um, suitable. I don't really believe in compatibility because compatibility is like dating somebody based on potential. Like, ooh, we're compatible. That's on paper, great. But are you suitable for one another? That'll be another episode. But, you know, you want to talk to one another about your sexual appetites and sex drive because, you know, you don't want to be somebody who's like a twice a week person, three times a week person, and somebody you're with is just like, yeah, I don't need it at all. And now, like, what is happening like where are we or you don't want to be like an everyday person and your partner is like oh like twice a month is good like what like that's gonna be a recipe kind of for disaster um and sex is a absolutely a regular part of life it's it's not taboo it's not weird people think you're only supposed to have sex to have children um we're in 2022 that's not the case we're having sex for fun now well not when i say we i mean like y'all we not me and y'all we anyways um so it's, it's beyond that. I mean, there's like a sense of emotional intimacy. Like when you're, you know, cute pillow talking, like that little moment is very cute, especially if you if you fall asleep. Like some people say like the best sleep you'll have is either after sex or masturbating. You're getting the same results either, no matter what you're doing, but you know, that sleep is okay. It's, it's probably gonna be one of the best sleeps you have, especially after masturbating because you know what you want and how to get you there with the quickness and have a good, good time. So you're welcome for that. Um, but I mean, overall, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, you're burning your cal- you're burning calories. It doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to be, like, swinging from, like, chandeliers. Um, Apparently, it might lower your blood pressure. Who knew? Um, It's funny, though, because, like, it says it's good for your heart. But then, like, you hear of a lot of older people dying of heart attacks as, like, they're orgasming. But apparently, it lowers your risk of, like, heart disease and stroke and hypertension, which, like, ah, I don't know how much science is behind that. But I don't have an MD behind my name, so we'll leave it at that. Um, like I said, obviously like a better sleep. Um, and also it could like help with headaches too. Um, I'm curious about that though. Um, because I you you all you all know I get for like chronic migraine headaches, so I'm just like oh well maybe that would be like a good option. I don't really believe too much in Tylenol and Advil and all of that, so you know. But I think um I think that I I would like to trial that. Out. I would like to be a human guinea pig, if you will, for that. Um, there's lots of good things, like, as far as even just for men or women, like, um, you know, even I think for like pros- men, prostate cancer men, like sex or, you know, orgasming is important. It can lower that, um, for them lower the rates of, uh, prostate cancer. Um, so, you know, that some, you know, I don't know if it really lengthens men lives. I think, you know, men live longer when they have good partners and healthy lives and they talk to people about their problems but potentially sex could lead to them living a longer life as well um for women there's a long list of things that can improve which i think is hilarious um one is bladder control which like i i i see you doctors and like okay i will cheers you on that sure also do your giggles um now something about like relieving menstrual cramps and like ah I don't know about all that y'all as somebody who um, bleeds luckily not once a month. Um, yeah, I don't want anything near that area at all during cramps. Like I don't like I might, I might cut off a a portion of your body. If you tried to do that to me, why it's like during the cramping period, I think not now having, you know, sex uh, like frequently or often as a, and then like when, you know, that time comes around, it's not as bad. I might be all for it. There's that. Um, so, like, apparently it can help you build your pelvic muscles. And I'm just like, you know, that kind of makes sense. But, again, Kegels and certain there's certain exercises you can do um, too, that I was taught in, like, uh, physio to help strengthen like, your pelvic floor that are really good. But you also can activate those same muscles during intercourse if you really wanted to. Um, as far as mental health, um, you know, I see some of these stats, eh, I don't know, it says, like, increased satisfaction with your mental health. But, like, mental clarity. Um, I think maybe people are talking about that post not clarity. I'm sorry for like that very blunt term, but post not clarity is real. Um, if you're struggling with something, you know, have a little quickie with yourself or if you have somebody and like, once you are on the other side of that, you're going to be like, Oh my God, everything I need, like I was stuck on it. It makes so much sense. Now let me get to it and get it done. It's honestly amazing. I don't, that's what they should be teaching in school. The post not clarity. Masturbation is safe. Try it, do it and after you climax the clarity is unmatched men and women alike will tell you it's insane like that blockage gone just it's anyways i can't say enough about post not clarity it's real that's one of the benefits of sex get to it um you know it talks a bit about like um psychological defense mechanisms um like it let like it lessens your use of being like immature or or responding to things in like an immature psychological manner again i don't have a phd behind my name either so i can't really say anything about that Um like i said we know like that it definitely like boosts confidence things like that um so yeah I mean, I don't know too much about celibacy and abstinence. I will say that when it comes to educating um, children, people under 18, I think um, no education is the worst education that there's often a core. Well, I think, can I say it's a correlation? Let me not because the correlation is a direct cause, but often you'll see, um, you'll notice coincidentally like the numbers of, you know, teen pregnancies or STI rates are higher in places that. Um, only teach abstinence or don't teach like any sexual education at all in a educational setting. So, I mean, it's just all about what's appropriate for the age level when teaching about sex. And so even sex can be good for children as far as education goes, as far as education goes. So relax. Um, like I said, I can't really tell anybody what a healthy sex life it is for them because that's all about you. But I don't think you and your partner should be on the same page about I said sexual appetites and needs Um, and like I said earlier on the first half of this like you should be able to go to your partner and tell them you know what you like what you don't like what works for you what doesn't work for you and then ask them you know what works for them what doesn't work for them and then figure out what works for both of you together what is it going to take to get both of you where you want to be how can I please you it's not a slight if they ask you to do something different or they tell you I don't like this that's that's a moment of trust you know, they're exercising trust, it's also an intimate moment, they're, you know, exercising vulnerability, meet them there, they're, they're walking and meeting you, meet them halfway, that's when you're listening, be like, okay, I, if you don't like this, you know, what do you like, show me, teach me, talk to me about it, Um, it's fun, like, when you get to explore different things with a partner, like, people just talk about partnerships, or, like, love, as far as, like, oh, exploring, like, things in life, like, trips, but also getting to explore each other's bodies, and, you know how to please each other is also equally as important as like you know going halfway across the world or like learning to paint something together or like learning to whatever else to like it's it's all a part of being healthy um the last few things i'll say before we go consent 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 is always important please don't skip on our consent um it, ask if it's a clear yes it's a clear yes if it's not a clear yes maybe don't proceed or don't proceed whatever all of that um also don't um don't skip on foreplay you definitely want to like do you want to be hot and heavy with the foreplay some people it doesn't take much some people you know they get a look and that does it for them and that's it some people need a whole lot of heavy petting (laughs) and a whole lot of touching kissing and all of that um some people just need a touch and that's it and like they're set good to go i will tell you Um, because I'm a lady, I don't know, but ladies, ladies, stop faking it and stop lying to men because those men are going to need somebody else after you probably because they're not doing a good job and you're like, gotta go. And the more that women lie to men about their performance, the worse it's going to get or The, the more it's going to stay the same and not change. Um, and nobody deserves that. So please don't lie to them. Tell them it wasn't good. You know, if men ask you that stupid question, did you, did you come? Did you orgasm? Tell them no. No, I didn't. No, I didn't I'll finish up when you leave no I didn't please go uh, because life's too short to be having bad sex and life is too short to not tell the person giving you bad sex that it's bad that that's an, that's a learning opportunity it's a teachable moment I like to call them now you get to teach them how to please you it's like building somebody from the ground up honestly why wouldn't you do that you can build like your perfect sexual partner I see no issues y'all are missing y'all are missing over this opportunity. It's a missed opportunity for people who kick them to the door, so me i was I was wrong and hasty in saying that. Don't make them leave. see if it's a teachable moment you can teach them. hopefully you can if you can't gotta go, but if you can teach them and they're willing to be a student, it's gonna be great down the road. a good like three months, one, three months to get them really like it's gonna be a great time. But I say all I have to say, you know, we talked about sex, we didn't talk about my sex life like I told you we weren't going to because mind your business. And, you know, I'm not that kind of lady. You know, I'm classy like that. But um, I hope you enjoy this episode. against Productions.